Hi there, this is Rocky, and it's been my pleasure to host a Server's Journey podcast over the past three years. Recently, Larry and I have taken a short hiatus to reimagine what the future holds for this podcast. So we ask that you join us in the fall as we start a new season with fresh content. In the meantime, we reviewed some of the past episodes, and we found a few that we think you might be needing to hear. As always, we thank you for listening so regularly, and we need you now more than ever. So we ask that you please reach out on our social media, let us know the things you want us to talk about, and as always, like us, subscribe, leave us reviews, and share with your friends. So Larry, crank up this episode and let us know how it affected your journey of serving. Small moments equal big gains in kindness, thoughtfulness, and genuine leadership. Yep, absolutely. So what kind of a leader are you going to be? That's right. All right. Let's get down to the subject matter for today. Yeah, last week we talked a lot about definition of integrity. We actually looked at several definitions. I'm going to throw one more out real quick because I really like this. The word integrity comes from the Latin integritas meaning wholeness and soundness, which we talked a little bit about that last week. Um, The integrity of servant leaders is one reason that people see them as being solid and grounded human beings, and that's important. Their integrity, it can kind of become like a, a solid foundation of a building, Larry. And conversely, if a leader lacks integrity, they can be perceived as somebody who's not reliable or dependable. Servant leaders have integrity. So what does that mean, Larry? Well, they express what they believe, respect, reflecting their honesty, okay. they, what they feel, you know, reflecting authenticity. Okay. They yeah. do not hide or misrepresent their thoughts and feelings. Yeah, and they don't exaggerate and they don't lie. They follow through on their commitments and they practice what they preach. So... So servant leaders possess the character strength of integrity. We believe this. Mm-hmm. And they really believe strongly some statements here. So the first one is, it is more important to say what I believe than what is popular. They uh, believe that things tend to work out when they tell the truth. They would never lie or exaggerate just to get something that they want from somebody. Mm-hmm. They have a moral compass, uh, and they believe that their life is guided and given meaning from the things that they value. They always follow through on their commitments, even when it costs them, which is the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to not dis, uh, not like phonies. Um, they don't like people that pretend to be what they are not. Um, and most of that is because uh, the last one is they tend they tend to view it as very important to be open and honest about their feelings. Wow! So it's very important to be open and honest. I you know, yeah. When someone comes to you, you just can't hide something from them. Right. So, so why well, why is integrity important to a servant leader? Yeah. Okay. I you know it's really odd in that we're spending a lot of time on this word, but. Um, we think it's it's the foundational piece to be a, a servant leader because effective leaders are able to build trust with the people they lead. And we know that trust is strengthened when a leader demonstrates integrity by saying what he or she believes and um, feels 
And we know that when a leader has integrity, people aren't left to guess what a leader's true intentions are, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So um, there's no uncertainty, there's no anxiety because they trust them, because they know that they're solid and dependable. Um, it's much easier to uh, build that reputation. So, so trust is seeing a leader do what they say they're going to do. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. This builds um, the reputation for being reliable. Um, and, you know, that's just such a core element that um, your team needs. So, okay. So let's talk about uh, just real quickly, maybe an example of integrity in action. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know that we, uh, we're always looking to find this. We like, you know, that's one reason Epic Moments of Leadership came, came up. Right. Came out. So let's talk about Goodyear, Larry. Okay. So in 1990, this was the first time. This this is the tire company, right? That's right. Yeah. And everybody knows Goodyear. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, In 1990, for the first time in 60 years, um, they actually lost money, Mm. which was, uh, it's pretty surprising because you don't think about a company that big losing money. Right. Um, They were so worried about it that the board uh, actually persuaded Stan Galt, who uh, was a Goodyear director and a former CEO from Rubbermaid to come out of retirement and replace the preceding CEO that Goodyear had. So what did Galt do when he got there? Uh, you know, kind of interesting because you would think that he's taken over this multi-million, maybe billion-dollar company, and the first thing he did is he began to unplug lights and unscrew light bulbs in the former CEO's huge office, and he did it to reduce cost. So, yeah, step one, Uh unplug lights. Okay. Simple. Yeah. Secondly, he ate in the company cafeteria with the rest of the employees, and he got rid of things like uh, executive parking spaces and other executive perks. Good idea. Yeah. So the word uh, spread like wildfire among the Goodyear employees, and the word that was spread was that Galt believed that thrift, being thrifty, is a virtue. Mm Mm-hmm. So when he asked uh, all the employees to help reduce the company's bloated cost, you know, they already knew that their leader walked the talk. So, so, so what was the results? Yeah, so the results, um, the, the employees responded because they saw Galt as a man who spoke and acted. So he said and he did. And it, it became, they believed that he had integrity. And uh, he began to talk about, hey, we've got to reduce cost. And as a result, the entire team got on board. The company paid down its debts and invested in new research and new development. And afterwards, Larry, they came up with something that we've all heard of. What did they come up with? What is it? Tell me, tell me. So they came up with uh, and they launched a newly developed tire called the AquaTread. And that's where, you know, we all saw... It's a huge success, right? That's right. We all saw those commercials where the tire was throwing the water out to both sides, but it became a huge success, and Goodyear was uh, was restored to profitability. So you got to have, from the top down, a leader with integrity. Yeah, and again, the leadership, the integrity in action, he said and he did based on his values. And the the staff, the company, the people, the workers saw it, Yes. And they believed it. Yeah. 
So okay. integrity goes two ways. Right. You got to show it, and you got to then it comes back at you, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think if you are able to model it and people know that it's authentic, then they're going to also model it too. Um, so it's a way to live your values. So what are some actions you can take to develop integrity as a leader yourself? Okay, that's uh, probably the next step. And again, last episode, we talked about the definition. Let's talk about uh, five actions that you can use to lead with integrity. Okay. okay. So um, first of all, uh, we've already talked about this with Stan. You want to be a model for your team. It's critical for you to be consistent and clear about your standards. You want to strive to provide facts and not just smoke screens. You want to speak up even when it may be risky to do so. And you want to challenge any system that encourages or rewards dishonesty and unethical behavior. Mm, challenge is the word there. Yeah. Have you, Larry, ever worked for a person who uh, wasn't a very good uh, model for... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, things that you shouldn't lead with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you, but uh, I don't, you know, I have to tell you. Uh, I, I worked for uh, a company uh, and a leader who, and it was really uh, the service, it was a customer service-based company. Mm-hmm. And they talked nonstop about how we treat the customer at the same time uh, they were treating us with incredible disrespect and, you know, often use curse words to uh, mm-hmm. uh, precede or <laughs> any uh, ask, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they said, now go and serve serve your customers. So <laughs> It didn't, did not help any. No. Well, the one I worked for was, and I, I guess I can use the guy's name because he's no longer with us. That was Lou Perlman. Okay. Who was a big entrepreneur in orlando who allegedly put boy bands together but he was yeah. running a big scam all the time that's right and yeah. and i one I, when i worked with him i did not personally work with him but i was part of the organization you didn't know that hmm. so but the 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 management was that one that wanted to kick me in the ah. in the rear end with the uh size 13 shoes so yeah all right keep it going guys all right so first of all you want to model for your team second um, it's not just enough to model for your team. You also want to be a model for, eth- for ethical behavior. Mm-hmm. So you have to ensure you're consistent, open, and clear with your ethical standards and expectations. You want to encourage your team to express concerns about maybe things that they find questionable. And you want to take the time to review any ethical concerns um, with your team and provide open and honest feedback. So this is if you're the leader. Yeah. This isn't your if you're a part of the team. This is your you're the leader. Yeah, and you know what this gets back to is that everybody needs to understand the why. We've talked about that a whole lot. This uh, new group that's uh, right now is the main workforce, and the group coming up after them, they really need to know. And sometimes the the perception uh, because they don't have the facts is that this seems like it's kind of not right this this practice seems wrong Mm -hmm. but if you're able to allow them to bring that to light and you talk through those issues then a lot of times with um, communication and with the facts you can say oh I, i i understand why you feel that way but this is the reason why we do it and then it's kind of like oh okay that makes sense you know. So if you want to know more about knowing the why, you can check back in the catalog of, of 
podcasts that we've done. Yeah. And there's one called Know the Why. That's right. And fact is, that's one of the very most popular. Yeah, it's one of our to. first, too. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about being a model for your team, being a model for ethical behavior. Um, next is don't be a politician. What? Yeah. So being competent in your job is the most effective way of achieving success, not by being a politician. Well, p- politically. Yeah. Yeah. You're not talking about running for Congress or something. No. No. no you want to avoid being political. Um, and really, you kind of want to expose anybody who is uh, trying to get ahead by being political, anybody who's showing that political behavior. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. If you're a yes, you know, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So what what I would say is that with your team, you want to kind of start by listing tactics, make people aware of um, things that could be seen as being overly political. You want to bring those things to light. Um, and that what that does is it really ins- it helps ensure that you're, uh, you're not exhibiting those behaviors and that your team won't value those behaviors. So can you... Cite an example of what happens in your industry? Yeah, you know, um, I, I think sometimes, uh, like you mentioned, Larry, it, uh, it's easy to get ahead if you're telling the leader what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. But in our organization, it doesn't work very well because I, we might serve uh, 4,000 customers in a day, maybe 5,000 between the two locations. Mm-hmm. I might serve three of those. Mm. So if I have an idea, it's based on three interactions, not 3,000. Wow. And so um, I have to remind constantly, don't tell me what I want to hear. Can you please show me what you know to be true? Because somewhere sitting in uh, your leadership is somebody who's not waiting on three people, but they're waiting on 300 or 400 or more. And there's the collective thought of um, that's not going to work. So it's much, much uh, uh, more important for them to kind of bring that to light. But if they're political and they're only concerned about appeasing my giant ego or trying to get ahead, I might get uh, my answer back mm-hmm. and it might be the wrong answer. So do you have a hard time listening to someone that has good answers like that? No, not at all. In fact, um, I think when I was younger, uh, I was more of a control guy, but mm-hmm. now I'm very open to hearing from people their ideas. Because you know they're on the front line, they're working, they know the answers. Yeah, and hopefully we've built that, we talked about that trust. Hopefully we built up enough, they know I'm somebody with integrity and they're safe if they, you know, um, question. Mm-hmm. So. so you need to be a risk taker, is that right? That would be number four, be a risk taker and stand up for what you believe in. Um, there's really, it's kind of crazy, but there's a direct correlation in success between risk and excellence and success. In other words, if you're not risking huge, um, sometimes you're going to have a very small success instead of a big success. Mm -hmm. So, um, and really risking and not being afraid to be a risk taker is uh, a really a key component in maintaining an, uh, a competitive advantage, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it, you know, like in Chick-fil-A, uh, we're known for customer service, but if we rest on that, then we'll become complacent and we'll stop taking risks. And uh, it's in our risk-taking 
that is actually making some things that we thought were impossible two, three, four months ago possible. Wow. So, uh, you know, you break a threshold. Can we serve 160 customers in an hour? Okay, we did it. We can relish that, sit back, and just enjoy that. Or we, but what we really need are people on that team who are risk t- takers that are saying, hey, well, what about this? What about this? And then, you know, before you know it, you're hitting 200 customers, things that you didn't think were possible. Wow. So we you, talked about four already, right? Yeah, you need to be a role model as well, right? Yeah, and the role model is for living your organization's values. If you demonstrate that you're a proud member of your team and you live its values, and if you articulate to your team why you're proud and why these things are important, they're going to follow. So walk the talk, be an example of what you want your employees to be, and ensure your performance reflects the standards of what you expect. So there's a lot there. Um, You want to uh, be be a good member of the organization. You want to communicate to your team why you're proud and why the values are important. And then you want to walk and talk and live the values so that your employees see and your employees respond and do the same thing. So remember that people will not follow a leader if they don't trust you. Yeah. And again, we'll go back to that example we talked about, Stan, with Goodyear. Uh, It was only when he lived the virtues, when he was shown to have integrity that when he made the ask the people followed and did the same thing he did which was watch cost so great leaders trusted leaders they demonstrate integrity yes so okay let's let's real quickly say those five again be a model for your team be a model for ethical behavior don't be a politician be a risk taker and be a role model for living your organization's values. Wow. So we've got a lot of programs that you're thinking about for the future. Yeah. Now, what are some of the other topics that that you're thinking about covering? And maybe, you know, if someone else has an idea, suggestion, what would they be? But what are some of the ideas that you're talking about for the future? So what we want to do is uh, take the next few weeks, and we're going to do two-part series where the first week we'll kind of define a word, and then the second uh, week we'll kind of state, okay, here's how you lead with it. So, for instance, uh, one of our next episodes will be um, defining what humility is, and then the second episode will be leading with that humility. How Mm -hmm. do you lead and be humble at the same time? And we have other topics like empathy and uh, honesty. uh, Self-awareness. We have other episodes where we're going to do empathy, honesty, self-awareness, vision, you know, good communication. um, How do you build a team? We're going to be talking about some of those traits. And I think we're going to be introducing a a young gentleman who's going to maybe be coming alongside and Mm, helping us. That'd be great. Yeah. You heard him on the uh, the interview with the, the other staff members. Right. We did the three-part episode with the people on my team that actually are doing most of the hiring um, and training of our team. And Zach Davis uh, was a big hit. And we're going to ask him to kind of come alongside us with uh, these topics. And we thank you for your response and feedback on those episodes as well, because that was 
very well received, and it was Absolutely. a great idea bringing that to the forefront because people are having a hard time finding talent. Yeah, it's the number Getting one. Getting the number one, yeah. Yeah, number one issue. And we may actually do another group uh, with those guys because there were some questions that came in afterwards. And if, you have, if you're somebody who's in charge of hiring for your organization and you have specific questions, um, shoot, uh, shoot us those questions on the email uh, through our website, and we'll be happy to have them back and answer those questions. Good. All right. Well, until next week, um, I can't wait. Yeah. I really can't wait to find out where we're going to go next because uh, I, I, we're practically reaching a milestone here. Okay. The milestone is that you've been here a year now. Yeah. And that's amazing. That's yeah. exciting. Yes, very exciting, and we're thankful that people listen. Um, and uh, we are looking for some good partnerships with people that are like-minded. Right, as we develop the server's radio network, and also also the server's moment right. has been a popular feature, and that was your idea, and that was a great idea. So remember to subscribe to the podcast, and you'll hear all of what Rocky wants to share with you. Uh, the website... Who, who do we thank for the website? We thank ACS Creative and those uh, wonderful designers up there. Okay. Until next time, I'm your ever-faithful companion, Larry the K. I know. And I'm trying to come up with a really you know, nice comparison, Larry. But I think I'm almost out of those. <laughs> Batman or Robin, have I used that one? I think I have. I'll go down in the cave anytime. After a year, I'm running out of, uh, you know, comparisons here. But anyways, we're all on a journey, guys. You guys know this. Uh, we believe it's that um, it's really how you serve um, that matters. And that's why we invite you here every Wednesday to kind of hear our content. I'm Rocky DeStefano. Um, I enjoy doing this. And I want to thank you for joining us and doing it with us as together we become better leaders. 